Welcome to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden. And on today's show, I'm joined by astrologer Celeste Brooks. She is here to share with us how to use the natural cycles of the moon to manifest abundance. So get ready for some clearly illuminating ideas. Here we go. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to Celeste Brooks of Astrology by Celeste. Today, she's coming to us from California and Celeste is an incredible astrologer, coach, and intuitive. So thank you, Celeste, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Kimberly Ann. I'm so looking forward to the conversation. So am I. And I think it's something that everyone is fascinated by, which is how to manifest abundance. Who doesn't want to know about that, right? Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. So before we jump into that though, Celeste, I just wanted to start with giving people a little bit of your journey. I know you're doing astrology now, but can you sort of back us up a little bit and tell us a little bit of how you found your way into astrology and what you were doing prior to that? So yes, so I have a degree in biology and an MBA. So I have spent most of my adult life, my I have a 25-year-plus career in corporate America at life science co- companies and sales, marketing, and business development roles. And on a whim, I was invited to, I mean, I was invited to a course about astrology at a spa I love to go to, Rancho La Puerta in Mexico. And and on a whim, I said yes. And it has changed my whole life. Learning astrology taught me so much about myself, about other people, and I just connected right in with it. And it enabled me, working with the phases of the moon, enabled me to transition from that career and retire from corporate and become a full-time astrologer, coach, and intuitive, and the founder of the Moon Mastery Method, a program for self-discovery and manifesting with more ease. So you manifested that, and that is incredible. Congratulations on that. That is quite the accomplishment moving to become an entre- a successful entrepreneur. It's not an easy, not an easy task. So we definitely want to learn what we can learn from you today. Celeste to manifest changes in our life. Why don't we start, Celeste, by having you just explain for all of us how you see what astrology is just in general? How would you describe astrology? Yes, Kimberly Ann. So astrology is the study of events on earth based on the relationship with the planets in our solar system. And so the ancients for thousands of years have used the cycles of the planetary movements in order to understand human behavior and understand the timing of of life and events. So the seven days of the week are based on the seven visible planets. So the sun and moon are luminaries, but the ancients just called them planets, which means wandering stars. And then Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn were the visible planets. So 
Sunday is Sun's Day, Monday's Moon's Day, and so it goes. Each planet has a day of the week. And then using the cycles of the moon set the month. So astrology really set the, set the calendar. And with the relationship on how it impacted people's behaviors and lives, they came up with the natal chart, which is a snapshot of all the planets um, where they were at the moment of your first breath. And that gives a lot of insight on your personality um, and the cycle of things that will come to evolution in your life. So that, in a nutshell, is the study of astrology. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating, all the rhythms that are out there in nature, if we can just access and understand them. And, you know, it's really important to do that because with all the high tech, we can get, unfortunately, we can get away from understanding the very simple things that are very powerful in life. And I think the thing I I liked about what you said too, is basically each person, we get our own little blueprint from our, uh, how, where all those planets are when we're, when we're born with the natal chart, what are you specifically looking at for people when you're looking at the natal chart? Yeah. So there are 12 Zodiac constellations. So the Zodiac constellations are kind of like the wallpaper of, of the, of the, our, our, our universe. And then you can see the planets move through each of those 12 different signs and they have this like archetypal signature and energy. So just think about the sun. Everybody knows their sun sign. Um, the sun makes a, 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 hundred, a 360 degree revolution around us from the earth's perspective. We all know now that the earth moves around the sun, but the ancients saw it as the sun moving around the earth and, and being in front of the, that different backdrop. So Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. It's the spring and it's, um, it's a time where, you know, the, the weather gets warmer in the Northern hemisphere and people come out and there's this, all this enthusiasm and it's like this initiating fiery energy. And so we see when someone has their sun sign per se in Aries, that gives them a certain, a certain, we can see certain personality traits with that. Well, each of those, each of the, the 10 planets um, also can be in any of the 12 signs and then they make conversations with each other based on basically the geometry. And that tells us about people's personalities, but the sun, moon, and rising are the big three. So where the sun was when you were born, the moon, and whatever sign was coming over the Eastern horizon speaks to your innate personality, the sun, your emotional needs, how you need to be nurtured, the moon, and how you appear to others is the rising sign. It's called the mask we wear. So those are the big three basics of astrology, but it's really fascinating about how it you can tell someone about their characteristics based on their astrology chart and about timing things that timing in their lives. That's a great explanation. Thank you for that. And I think for people that are newbies to understanding astrology, the last thing Celeste said, which is really powerful is a lot of people know their sun signs, but there are 10 planets and their your unique blueprint has to do with how all of those things relate. So for those of you that are curious, go out and look like the three that she just mentioned, your sun, your moon, and your rising, but all the planets are going to give you a sense of who you are. And 
It's also really fun for Sinistry to look at your relationship with others. Um, and I know Celeste knows all about that too, but we're going to switch gears a little bit. And, and Celeste, I know that you have a very strong passion about the moon. So do you want to just go into depth a little bit on the moon in general for people? Because I know that's a big part of the work that you do. Yeah. So just another way to introduce the the concept is to talk about myself. So I'm a sun in Taurus, a moon in Aries and a cancer rising. So the sun in Taurus, Taurus is an earth and um, earth sign. And that gives me a stability, a practicality to my approach my moon in Aries, which I already described, Aries gives me um, enthusiasm and this initiating energy to want to go out and be an entrepreneur and get things started and such. And Cancer rising, the moon rules the sign of Cancer. And that gives me, it's the sign of the home, the foundations, our ancestry. And that gives me a consultative nurturing approach. So that's part of the reason I'm so interested in the moon, I think, because it rules my entire chart. We all have one of the planets that has a significant influence on ourselves, our personalities, our lives. And so the the sun rules the day and the moon rules the night. So the sun and the moon are the easiest entry into these cycles with astrology. So every month we have this wonderful opportunity when the, the sun and the moon come together at the same degree in the same zodiac sign, and it's called the new moon. And so at this time, the sky is dark. It's a time to go inward and we can align our wants, which speaks to the sun. Um, the sun is our essence. It's the conscious mind, ego things like that. And the moon rules our internal world. It's more of our intuition. It's the subconscious needs, the subconscious desires, um, and that we may not, depending, may not have easy access to. So when they come together in one of these different archetypal energies, and we just had a Taurus new moon, which speaks to earth and practicality and our finances and and the five senses and how we want to be embodied. Um, It gives us an opportunity to set off a new cycle in our lives and to bring something, something new into our lives. So when they meet, the sky is dark. And then as the light starts to grow, we start to come up with intentions about what we want to bring into our life. And if you work with the moon and do a ritual, you can do this more intentionally. But even if you're not doing it intentionally, things will start to grow within you. And as the light grows over the next week, it comes to a a hard right angle where the, the sun and the moon are 90 degrees apart from each other. And it gives us a perspective and it's a called a choice point. It's a, it's the first quarter moon is where we can, the energies are somewhat conflicting um, and they want to do the same thing in different ways but it gives us an opportunity to make decisions. So we set all these intentions and then we can see which ones are more feasible and then start to pare them down and make decisions so that we can move things forward. Um, And so then there's another week that 
that goes by and the light continues to grow. And then two weeks after the new moon, we have the full moon, which is a culmination. The sun and moon are standing opposite each other. There is full illumination. And you can see see the things clearly, think things clearer and celebrate where you have come to from where you started and then and then you know release what no longer serves you and start to share the share the news with others as the light starts to diminish and then again a week later we have a a choice point with the last quarter moon where it's a time for lessons learned where you can go look back to what you did over the month and think about you know what you're going to do differently next time think about what you want to bring forward and then the light releases and it goes back to the the new moon again in a different sign with a different energy and a different part of your life where you have an opportunity to work with. But the thing that's so beautiful about this, we live in a very solar society where people just think about going forward, constantly moving forward with just growing, growing, growing. The moon cycles are more in touch with our natural rhythm of life where things grow to a point and then they start to diminish and then grow again. So it's like the, the birth death cycle throughout the month with the moon, the moon phases, which is more natural and in rhythm with our lives. Thank you for that explanation. I think the thing that's beautiful about it, which you just pointed out is nature has it all worked out. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. So if we work with those natural rhythms, it kind of gives us a, the discipline. It's set in there for us. You know, we set the intention and then we put the energy and we watch it grow. And then that's that first half of the month. And then we have to take some time before and see, you know, to start to look as, as the light diminishes, we need to take that time to be introspective and to look. And like you're saying, see what lessons we've learned so that we can keep moving forward you know, and in that cycle of intention and introspection, which I think is just a, it's a great way to, like you're saying, to get in touch with not just that sun energy of go, 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 go. The moon with the divine wisdom says you need to take some time to reflect and yeah, put it out there, but also watch and see and grow and look back in. Yeah. And there are these short cycles, like with the month. Um, so there, and, and, the word month comes from moon because the ancients, you know, when the night sky was dark, I mean, there was not much they could do. And it makes so such a such sense why they would celebrate when the moon was full and the night was was bright. Um, and and there are these these month cycles. So we can do things that the easiest thing I think people understand is maybe just say you want to go lose five pounds or whatever. So you start that at the new moon, at the, the the full moon, you kind of see like, are you making progress? Are you two and a half pounds in? Are you not? Um, and then at the, the last quarter, you can say, okay, well, I've lost one. So I really need to step it up for the next month. So it's so much better than you know, setting intentions in January and then having everything fall apart in, in February and then you know, discarding things with these cycles. Every month you have a new opportunity. And they also have what's called a lunar gestational cycle, which is where there's a new moon. And nine months later, the first quarter moon is at approximately the same degree. 
And nine months after that, there's the full moon and so on. So that there's this also not just the 30 day cycle, there's this 27 and a quarter month cycle to bring forward larger projects in our life, like say writing a book, you could look at that as something you can do with that 27 month cycle or start a, a, a business and become an entrepreneur, which was what I used the moon cycles to do that 27 and a quarter month cycle to do. So there are these shorter cycles, as well as these longer cycles. And it's just so beautiful how you'll find yourself syncing with your decision-making process um, for women, you'll find your bodies sinking more harmoniously, your cycles. When you start working with the moon, it, it helps reduce stress and just live life with more ease in general when you get in touch with these natural rhythms. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense because I mean, like they talk about the menstrual cycle does go along with the moon cycles. I mean, obviously, as we know, the moon regulates the tides. So there's a lot of power in that divine uh, feminine moon there, <laughs> you know, so we can pretend it doesn't exist or we can get on board and go with the flow in, in the way, like you're saying, that's going to create, going to create ease. But do you have some stories for us? I love stories. You have some stories of how people have used the moon and how it's, how it's helped people. I mean, more of your own story or other people's stories that you could share. Yeah. So, well, this, you, <laughs> My own story, I think, is really helpful in terms of, of yes, deciding I wanted to start a business. And there's those 12 different energies with the different signs. So each month, there's certain things like Gemini um, is coming up next month. That is such a great time in order to network, um, to write, to um Gemini is all about communication. And so that's something I did during the Gemini moon last year. And then I used the next moon cycle in order to do more consultations and things. So using the energy based on where it was in my chart, I, I, I've used it um, with other people, all sorts of things. Healthier habits is a big thing. I see a lot mm -hmm. of uh, my clients use the the moon cycles to do like taking sugar out of your life or I personally use the moon cycles to um, stop my nightly wine habit and be more, <laughs> be more of a treat than a, than a, than a routine. So things like that. So how would that work? So on the new moon, can you walk on the us new again? moon? You you decide, okay, like for a habit. Yeah. Let's say I am going to take a thirty minute walk three times a week. Um, is something you can do with at the new moon, and then that first week you set out and 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 do it, and then you come back at the quarter moon and see whether you walked thirty minutes every three times a week or not. And you may decide, hey, I could do it four times a week, or you can maybe decide I could do it three times a week for 45 minutes. So you make a decision based back reflecting on where you started a week later, which is a nice discrete amount of time. And so then say you decided, okay, we're going to do 45 minutes every day, three times a week, 45 minutes, three times a week. Then over the next week, you do the execution of that. And at the full moon, all is illuminated about, you know, 
where you started, where you are? Do you want to add more? Do you want to take out more? Do you, you talk, start sharing with your friends and family that, hey, I started walking. I started at 30 minutes, put it up to 45. I'm sleeping better. I've lost a pound. This, that, and the other thing. Sharing the good news is part of what we do when the moon's light is waning. It's the disseminating phase. Um, and then at the the last quarter, you realized, you know, I, I set my sights really low. Um, and I, in the future, I'm going to, you know, I see the strength within myself and I'm going to set my goals maybe a little bit higher in the future. Could be a lesson you learned at that last quarter moon. And then the last week, you just keep on doing what you're doing. Now it's a habit. When you've done things for 21 days, it becomes more of a, more of a habit. Um, and then you just keep on going and, and release and just rest and just let your mind set a new and start a new decision process with something else as the, the light wanes and a new cycle is ready to begin. Excellent. I think one of the things I was hearing as I was listening to you is that we have, it's sort of in that cycle that you were explaining, it takes us out of that place of judging ourselves every day. I mean, first of all, you get the benefit of the natural energy because you're going with the cycles of the moon. So you have the natural energy to start something new and let it grow and then kind of go looking back at it as time goes. But it takes you into a 28, you know, day, 30 day cycle instead of every day. I didn't, I did, I didn't, I did. And so it gives you room to grow. It gives you room to work in. And like you're saying, when you do it on a longer cycle, it can become a habit. Whereas you could talk yourself out of it much easier if you're trying to give yourself feedback every day instead of on the, on the, what you call, I liked that choice points. I never heard of that. That called that way. I like that. The choice points in the lunar cycle. I think that is probably you know, why you and the people that you were mentioning have had such success is because they're giving themselves the openness to, to choice and the openness to follow the flow of the energy and to not be so on top of themselves to get it right today, 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 to just work, work with themselves and with the energy. Do you think that has any? I think that is exactly right. And so, and if say you, you only were able to do two times a week. So you have a new moon and a new sign the following month. So it really helps you to release some of that judgment of yourself mm-hmm. because like you said, you don't have to just like focus every, you know, every minute of every day, taking an, an assessment, you take the assessment at, at weekly points, which is just more natural and, and in flow. And if it, if you fall off on one month, the next month uh, you can get right back on. And I have a setting intentions with the, the moon ebook on my website, astrology by Celeste for people who are interested in that. And right now the spring sheets are up for April, May and, and June, but I'll be, you know, changing them for the summer, but it, it gives you an explanation of how to work, what the cycles are, how to work with them and worksheets to order to help you set. I, I recommend setting two short range intentions each moon cycle and then one longer range one in terms of it can be the same one, but like different pieces of that longer range mm-hmm. project you can set intentions for as you 
as you move forward with each of the moon cycles. So it also, it also gives you the opportunity to have practice self-care and stopping and focusing on yourself for at least 15 minutes, um, 15 minutes a week where you, you, you intentionally think about what you are bringing into your life. What are you releasing from your life and how do you want to, where are you now? How do you want to move forward? And, and yeah, and just the, the intentionality of it brings more success to your life. I think that you just hit on the key there. It's yeah. The combination of taking the time to make the intention and then giving yourself space to work and then doing the introspective piece. And I think the thing I love the most about astrology is the compassion, the compassion you find for yourself and for others. Because like you were saying before, you start working with natural rhythms, you learn about yourself, you learn about how all those planets and all that math, those math, the math of when you came in affects who you are. And I think this is just such a beautiful way that you're putting out there for people to work on receiving, really receiving what they want in their lives just by taking the time to intentionally go through life. And it's not like you're saying, and definitely, by the way, I just want to go back and say, there will definitely be Celeste's uh, website in the show notes. And I definitely, I know I'll be heading over to her website to get those sheets. So I suggest everybody else does as well, because those are uh, very helpful. You know, it's really just giving yourself tools. You know, what Celeste is giving us is tools to work with ourselves and say, what do I really want? And work with the natural rhythms of nature to achieve that. Instead of trying to work upstream, we don't need to be salmon swimming upstream. We can go with the flow that's already provided for us and, and accomplish whatever is for our highest good, you know, whatever we're trying to, to achieve. Yeah. And the, for the longer range cycles, what you set, what the incentives you set now, we're still in the new moon and Taurus phase. And this is, as I, as I said about, um, it could be about money, increasing your savings, reducing debt or great intentions about Taurus seasons, taking, being more embodied, making sure that you meditate or walk in nature, whatever you want to bring into your life. Now, if you start something now, you'll really see the impact of this new, this new practice by next February when it's the, at the first quarter moon phase in Taurus. So, so yes. Yeah, so the practices you start now, you'll, you'll see the benefits, not just in the short month cycle, but in that longer nine months from now, you'll see it, it clearly more about what you did. So it just keeps, is it kind of cumulative? Is that what you're- It really is cumulative. Yeah. The cycles just keep uh, the, the, for every season, turn, 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 you know, <laughs> it's just, it's, Life is life is a series of cycles. It's not just a start here and here affair. Sparks of wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Sparks of wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Celeste, we are learning so much from you today. So why don't we have you do today's sparks of wisdom, please? Yes. So spark of wisdom. Number one, 
Working with the cycles of the moon can help you make your subconscious desires more conscious and pivot from seeking outside validation to trusting your inner wisdom and inner guidance. Number two, they will help you reduce stress when you get in touch with your natural rhythms, helps you reduce stress, increase your joy, and build better relationships with more ease. And number three, when we set intentions and have smart goals where there's, they're measurable and actionable and we check in every week, it really can help you manifest abundance at a faster rate with more ease and and bring you to your dreams to life. Celeste, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing your wisdom regarding astrology and how to manifest using the moon. And it's really important for people to understand that astrology is another tool that we can use to understand more about ourselves. It really provides you with a very compassionate view for yourself and how you can see others. So it's really a very useful tool. And actually it's kind of fun too, I've got to say, (laughs) but as far as how to learn more about astrology, there's lots of resources out there, but Celeste, why don't you give us a sense of what services you offer and how people can reach you if they're interested in learning more? Yes. So you can find me at my website, astrologybyceleste.com. I offer personal readings, fun events, um, coaching for career coaching, cosmic career coaching. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I give guidance on the new moon and the full moon and newsletter um, twice a month. You can find me on Instagram live every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. I talk about the astrological signature of the events of the week. I also talk about the moon phase and, and do pull some oracle cards for for guidance to help us surf the energies of the upcoming week. I have a YouTube channel, also Astrology by Celeste, and you can check out more technical content there and as well as my videos on the new moon and the full moon. Wow, that is and so I much teach. content. Wow. Oh, yeah, yes, you teach. And I teach. Yeah, so Moon Mastery 101, I'm teaching right now, so you can get on the wait list for the next time I open open one of my um, moon mastery programs to learn more about using these cycles to manifest abundance in your own life. Excellent. So there's tons of, of content out there from Celeste that you can access when you go to her website, like she's saying. So there's lots of free information for you, and then you can book something with her if you're interested in learning more. I think it's really important to understand astrology is easy to learn when you, you know, the way that Celeste puts it out there, it's very easy for you to learn. And when you do get on a a newsletter or you do videos regularly, you'll be shocked at how much you'll pick up from just learning those types of things over time. It'll really start to add up for you. Um, Anyway, thank you again, Celeste, for your time and everyone for listening. And as always, be you be love and be present.